We join Dia Meliamne, Life Domain Cleric and Registered Dietitian, Quintus Cyprianus, Surin Human Fighter, and Arvid Valafor, Human Shadow Sorcerer, Hexblade Warlock, our seasoned adventurers and hosts of our D&D, months after saving Sura and the world from the shadowy grips of a secret cult. Our heroes have been tasked to help three strangers by Dia's god, Quetzalcoatl. Dia was previously blessed with a cornucopia that conjures any food requested, and as Dia's 100th birthday fast approaches, Q has given her additional abilities to send food from her cornucopia through portals to these new adventurers. At this time, Dia can only use this new power to send food and see and hear the new adventurers. These visions can also be seen by Quintus and Arvid, but are only clips and scenes of the new adventurers. Dia teaches Quintus and Arvid, the dudes, about food they're sending while our D&D tries to figure out how they can help these distant adventurers. Okay guys, today is the day. We are going to try and send our first foods. Brought enough to share, right? She did, but it looks like you might have to make a con save since you aren't proficient in cheese. <laughs> not what people want to think about. I'm not the one that brought it up. Anyways, we're going to send them items for a charcuterie reboard? It's a certain thing. Charcuterie, dear. Uh, peasants. I'm literally a top cleric at the Temple Mount, and we're envoys for the Queen of Ankara. Show me the papers. You were there when she gave us these titles. She even sent you back with a class IOU favor for me once. I said what I said. So, the charcuterie board? Yes! So, this is more of a setup thing versus anything else, but I thought it'd be good to send since we're still working on getting them together. It's good to share, and most of it keeps. That makes sense. Most of the things seem to be cured or salted. Exactly. I wouldn't call it a main dish or eat it daily, but it's good for a group or an appetizer. So, what did you put on ours? Good question. We have some of the usual players on ours. We have some cured meats, some cheese, olives, crackers, and some dried fruits. And sometimes you'll have, like, nuts, too. So, what's this stuffed piece? Ooh, that's a little extra. These are some sweet stuffed peppers with goat cheese, and they're wrapped with prosciutto. They seem toasty? Yes. Q said that they were cooked around 375 for five minutes in an air fryer. What's an air fryer? No clue. But I'm sure it's toastable in like an oven for 350 degrees for five minutes. Basically just enough to make sure that prosciutto is nice and toasty. Is everything ready? Yep. I'll send it and see what they're up to. This ought to be good. Hail and well met. Welcome to RD&D, where we will recount the amazing stories of heroes in the making while exploring the wonderful world of food and nutrition. Registered Dietitians and Dudes is a nutrition and summary play podcast, and anyone featured on the show that is not an RDN will be considered a dude regardless of gender. Now let's introduce our casts and players. My name is Michael Benz. I am the Dungeon Master for the D&D portion, and I play Quintus Cyprianus in the nutrition portion. Hello, I'm Jasmine McMullen. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, and I will be playing Dia in the nutrition portion and Portia in the campaign. I'm Steve Sherman, and I'll be playing 
brother Brennan Kane, and may appear in the nutrition section as various guests. My name is Andrew McMullen. I will be portraying Arvid in the nutrition portion and Vars. The city of Haven Range bustles below the midday sun on a cloudless sky. Pan down to pristine cobblestone streets outside of a tall, wrought iron gate. A king's guard pulls aside a nondescript man dressed in the vestments of the Dusk Mother for a safety interview. This man has brown hair, brown eyes, tawny skin. State your name for the record. Brother Brennan of the Order of the Dusk Mother. And your race and occupation? Uh, human. Um, I'm a traveling saint. What brings you to the Summerbrow Palace? I have an order of summons for a uh, Mr. Vederici Grazos. He, he sent word for me. The envoy Grazos is not in the palace at the moment. Uh, do you know where he might be? You could always check his apartment. It's about three blocks down. Uh, yes, uh, of course. Thank you. At the city library, a busy librarian is approached by a half-elf man, his gray eyes scanning the shelves as he walks, his long black hair shifting in the breeze, with just a hint of silver glistening in his short beard. What is your name for our records? Varus Athanasath. And how can I help you today? I'm looking for an old friend, Lucian Cianodale, and, if you don't mind, the wizarding section. Well, the Arcane will be on aisle 37, and uh, Mr. Lucian is back in his office, the museum section. Across town, at the southern gate into the city, a female soldier from Surah is pulled aside for customs inspection by a town guard. Her strawberry blonde hair frazzled, her green eyes quizzical, and tan skin glinting with sweat. State your name for the record. Portia of Surah. State your race and occupation. Well, darling, I'm clearly human. And I'm a wine trader. Excuse me, why have I been pulled? Standard customs procedure, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with what I th the cheese I'm carrying. What are you bringing into the city, if I may ask? Gruyere, brie, macadamia nuts, dates, and a 12-year-old Surin wine. Fine, fine. What other intentions do you have in our city? I'm here to meet... With Ignatius, the wine specialist. Very well, move on. Thank you. And bless your heart. Hey, that lady fighter is named Portia. Like your sister, Quintus. Isn't that interesting? Well, it actually used to be more of a common name. It's more just a family name now. Still funny. Please share the show and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RDN Dudes. If you would like to sponsor the show, we have a Patreon at RDND. Special thanks to Bryce for our mic and B and Gigi for additional contributions to the show. Farewell and dine well, dudes. <laughs>